Now then, team, I hope we've all had a fantastic start to the new year. I hope we've had a brilliant week so far. From what I've seen from people's shares and from in hypersupport, we're having a cracking start. This is good. It's good that we have people recognizing that potentially they're a little bit under the weather. Potentially, you know, it's not about understanding that it's not the best start to the year. It's about understanding where our start point is and being objective to that. It's a very, very important thing because look, we can all get, and me included, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, me included, we can all get sucked into this vortex of new year, new me, and having to be Captain Productivity, Captain Fitness, and Captain Savage, all in the first week of January. And listen, folks, it's, that's not it. We have to play the long game. You know, I have to do it in business. We all have to do it in fitness. We all have to look at this as a long game. Because when we look at the long game, we start this year, this month, this week, by putting in place all of those dominoes, the 1% that we're gonna push down the first one and eventually they're gonna start falling. This is where we start to look at the foundations, the fundamentals, okay, where are we at? That's why on your um, strategies, we've got body measurements. If you're looking and tracking weight loss, we've got um, weight measurements as well. Again, if you're checking those things, we've got all of these things. As we go through that, we need to look at our objective start point. So. Not everyone here is looking at weight loss, but for those who are looking at weight loss, look at those measurements, take them, be objective with them and go, hmm, okay, that's interesting. And even if you're not, maybe you're looking at a little bit more of muscle gain throughout your um, adventure conditioning over the next however many months, take the measurements anyway, look at them and be like, how is my body changing? It's not all about weight loss. You know, when you look at those, you spend, you have an objective start. If you are not looking at weight loss, maybe we're looking at more of a performance goal, What's your performance at the moment? Write that down. Are we looking at five, 10, 15K running, cycling, insert sport here metrics? What is that? Weightlifting metrics, what are they? I spent the day, the first day of the week, just looking into, okay, well, what are my weightlifting metrics? Because I really enjoy squatting, deadlifting, bench pressing, and shoulder pressing, really enjoy them. What are my metrics for that? Write them down, where are my figures at? Okay, cool, where do I want them to be at? Great. How do I put that into a plan? Fantastic. Where do I want to be in 90 days? Awesome. Exactly what I did with you, I did for myself, which is why we do it here in the Adventure Coach, because I know it works. We look at that. KPIs, key performance indicators. How do I know I'm on the right track? You might have heard me talk about this in a navigational sense. Uh, tick off features, for example. How do I know I'm on the right path? We've got the KPIs. We've got the goal. What's next? We've got the action steps. What do I commit to do? We have all been through every single one of these steps. You have every single one of those on your strategy in front of you. You have everything you need. Now then, now the chance here, folks, is to look at the start of the new year and go, okay, where am I at? What can I realistically do this week? I've had several conversations with people this week now to say, look, this is where I'm at and I just don't really want to be in this particular position. Okay, well, what can we commit to do this week? It's like weight loss, isn't it? You might wanna lose, let's say 15 kilos for argument's sake. You might wanna lose 15 kilos. Well, let's, let's work on the first kilo. Let's work on the first half. Let's see if we can get, get, get that first half kilo down in the first week or two. Great, progress. That's the first domino because everything else will fall through. We're not looking at, like a lot of coaches I've seen actually are sharing this message of losing, you know, 30 pounds in 30 days. This is all rubbish, folks. This doesn't, this isn't good for us. We need to accept the fact that the first two to three weeks of the year of January, that is habits, that is discipline, that is showing up when we really don't want to show up. 
because there's going to be times we don't want to show up. It's nailing those 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 individual uh, sorry sessions falling over my words. It's doing the do, putting the two peas into the machine, and making sure that we turn up no matter what. I am doing the exact same thing, folks. We're not alone in this. There are times I, the last thing I want to do is go outside and work out at times, but we go and do it anyway. The last thing I want to do is go and get in a wheelie bin full of cold water, so I found somewhere else to go and do it. But at least I get the job done. And it's about nailing those things. When we do things that we find uncomfortable, we're not doing them because they're uncomfortable and we're hardcore. You know, we're not all David Goggins. We're doing them because we feel good after we've done them. You've heard the saying, you'll never regret a workout. You'll never regret a cold shower. Legit, you won't. It's not just me saying that. You'll never regret going for a wild swim. You know, it might feel miserable and horrible at the um, 30 pounds in 30 days from Dominic. Okay. Um, it, might, it might feel like it's the worst thing in the world at the time, but you'll feel great after. You'll never regret a workout. You'll never regret, um, you'll never regret going for a cold swim. You'll never regret that discipline, that meal, that meal that makes you feel amazing. Yes, you might want literally anything else at the time. Maybe, maybe not, you know, but maybe. And, but you follow through on your discipline anyway. You, and I've got it on my wall over there. You do, you did what you said you were going to do. Big letters over there. Do what you said you were going to do. We all need these reminders. Now, Charlie, Mr. Charlie Suit Hastings, I'm going to use you as an example for this because it was fantastic last year. Um, there were certain things that Charlie would take from our conversations that I was not expecting Charlie to take from our conversations. Little snippets, little sentences, little words. And you know what, Ian, you think, that's the, that's the message for me. You know, eating like an adult, doing better. Right, these are the things that I'm maybe not expecting people to really take away from that conversation, but maybe they are. And then what Charlie did was he put it as a background on his phone. So every time you open your phone, you look at that and you're reminded of it. I have on the background of my phone the values that I want to show up as, as me. Because I'm conscious that I want to show up a little bit more like me to social media, to the world, to you guys. Because, you know, there are times you kind of hide behind posts, don't you really? And you, you just kind of try and do what you think you should do rather than just showing up as authentically yourself. And that's my reminder. Charlie, that was his reminder. So, so what are your reminders? That's why I would ask, you know, when we went through those 90 day plans last year, what can you tell yourself? What can you tell yourself? What are your three or four, in some cases, power words? You know, this isn't some lame motivational thing. This is, this is legit psychology that works here, folks. You know, what are those three or four power words that you can say to yourself over and over and over again? There's one saying that stuck with me uh, from the army. And it's, it's, it's a simple sentence, always a little further, nothing else matters. And that is something that stuck with me since 2013. And that saying hasn't gone anywhere. And the, the psychological potency that it has, when I'm halfway through a set and I really don't want to do any more, you might have seen that I was posting on socials the other day, I was doing some hill reps, just to kind of see where my chest was at for, for high intensity cardio work. And it was horrible. Horrible. It's a really steep hill. It felt like a really steep hill. It felt like the north face of Everest. And um, yeah, halfway up, I'm like, oh, I might jack this in. And then because I had the dog there, I had Laura there. And I just thought, no, come on, always a little bit further. I'll do one more. Well, that's six. Well, I'm nearly at 10, aren't I? That's seven. I've only got three more to do. Eight. Come on, two more. Nine. And then on the last one, and I end up doing all the way to the top of the hill, the, the kind of the gauge that I was using was that three quarters of the way up the hill. So I just get all the way up to the top of the hill. I just kept going. And my chest felt like I'd been hit by a train. But 
I did that always a little bit further. So it's understanding those things that you can tell yourself that are going to keep you on the straight and narrow, folks. And that is probably one of the most potent things. So give me a bit of a pulse check in the chat now that we've got a little bit more, uh, sorry, less of a time delay between now and chat. Give me a bit of a pulse check in the chat. How are you feeling this week? Give me a score from one to five. Give me a score from one to five where one is I'm really in a bad place, I'm a bit lost. And five is I'm laser focused and I'm doing what I should be doing and I'm doing what I can do and I'm pushing myself in the right direction. So give me a give me a pulse check folks, one to five, see what you think. Mr. Tony, straight in there with a five, fantastic, what a man you are. Excellent work, great stuff. Um, did I see a message from you? I, I think I might have missed a message earlier. Um, pyramids, uh, uh, pyramids of push-ups. I hope you enjoyed that, my friends. Claire, four. Sarah, 4.9. I'm loving the decimals. Here we go. Sam, 3.5. Brilliant. There are no right or wrong answers here, folks. Three, gearing up to doing everything I need to do. Good for you, Grace, because we're working on it. Like I said before, we don't need to hit the ground and be like, success on the 1st of January. We don't. We don't. We need to be looking at it and going, am I doing myself a favor by pushing myself in the right direction and if the answer is getting you from a 2.5 to a 3 then to a 3.5 to a 4 and so on and so forth then yes good mr charlie jefferson here he is five mentally two physically feeling a bit ill um great prime example there from what i said at the beginning of the call you know we've got the realism of colds and things and just generally being a little bit run down we need to we need to make sure of that but a five out of five on mentality is brilliant because that's good. So, you know, what else can we do in that? Well, if we're physically feeling a little bit ill, then clearly we don't want to be absolutely smashing ourselves. So maybe this is the time to be working on mobility, going through some flexibility, some range of motion, jump into the exercise library and work through some of those moves. Like they're there to, to keep you absolutely supple and limber, my friends. Charlie Sue Hastings, three, warming to a four. Music to my ears, my friends. Music to my ears. Do me a favor now, folks. For those who are kind of, for those numbers that you've got in your head, now think about where you were at the beginning of the week and then let's see if it's different. If it is different, just jump on in the chat and say, what have you done that has made that difference? Going from a higher number to a, uh, sorry, from a lower number to a higher number. Just give me a feel for what that difference is. Maybe it's just nailing strategy, doing the training, doing what I said I was gonna do. Maybe it's cleaning the house so I'm decluttering my mind and just getting myself ready. Maybe it's going out and buying a new pair of trainers, whatever it is. Just give me a feel for what is changing that, what is warming you up. So Charlie, for a prime example, you know, what's warming you up to a four? Mr. Charlie Jefferson, you know, what got you to a five on your mentality? What's gearing you up, Grace? Mr. Sam, you, I'm pretty sure you were a three at the beginning of the week, so what's got you to a 3.5? Sarah, 4.9, what do you need to get you to a five? Claire, what do you need to get you to a five? Tony, what's maintaining you at a five? Why are you already operating there? What does that mean to you? Good, nice. Big food shop, ordering supplements, amazing, fantastic. Feeling better after the virus, excellent work. Brilliant, Tony, awesome. Brilliant. This is exactly what we need to appreciate because this is momentum. And that's exactly why I've given you the challenge this month of doing something you've never done before. You could literally mug me off and do something unbelievably small. But I'm hoping that you'll take this and push yourself further. We've got a couple more things here. What have we got here? Need to get up when my alarm goes off. Sarah, yes, brilliant. Let's set the standard now, Sarah, and I'm gonna get everyone else to hold you accountable. 
countdown from five seconds. Your alarm goes off. Five, four, three, two, one. And by one, your feet are on the floor. Or even better, what I've started doing is I put my alarm clock on the landing. My alarm goes off. Granted, I know you've got kids. Uh, they probably won't appreciate that. But, you know, I've got my alarm going off outside the room, so I have to get out of bed to turn it off. Small things like that can change our perception. Just so happens to be next to that alarm, I've got my shorts, I've got my t-shirt, and I'm straight out, out the door because, oops, I'm straight out the door because then I'm walking the dog, drinking some water, gonna do some fizz, whatever it is I gotta do. So it starts that momentum. Uh, tough stuff at the beginning of the week, was a two. Uh, now got control, getting organized. Claire, brilliant, yes. Um, you've had a particularly tough start to the week. Um, fantastic to see that you're up to a four now. It's really, really good. Charlie, uh, getting out and running. Fantastic. Good work. You know, we're getting out and doing the do. Sam, settling into the plan. Yes, absolutely. For yourself, Sam, as well, you know, changing um, changing where you live, getting set up into a new job, getting set up into, into this next phase of placement for you as well. It's going to be massive. There's loads of things changing here. So settling into that plan, having this period of, okay, we've had the time off. What do I need to do now? A bit of organization. There's a reason I said tidying. I spent the first day tidying the house, tidying my office, getting myself set, tidying the gym, clearing out all the leads, making sure that I'm in a position that is assisting in performance. That might mean printing off your program, stick it on the fridge, prepping what's in the fridge, making sure you've got a shop in. All these things are helping here. But the thing is, a lot of other people will see these as barriers and like, oh, I can't start now because I haven't done the shopping. And you see how there's a difference in negativity there because what we're doing there is we're, we're using it as an excuse for inaction when in reality we just need to be looking at that and going, right, well, these are the things I've got to do first. It's not a barrier. It's uh, in order for me to do this, I need to go shopping. I need to get some food in, so I need to go shopping. Brilliant. Let's factor that in. Let's get it planned. It's a settling in period, a soak period, if you will, where you are making sure that you're set up for success because nobody pops out of the ground out of a box fully set up for success straight away that doesn't happen but what we do do is get to the point where we can get ourselves ready the trick here is not to get stuck in the procrastination of being ready this is where we just spend the week to get ourselves squared away hit monday bosh we're away now going back to the challenge the whole reason we're doing this challenge is to make january a little bit more interesting is to change the dichotomy of new year, new me. It's not going into January and be like, I've got to lose weight, I've got to diet, I've got to cut this food out, I've got to stop drinking, I've got to stop doing this, I've got to stop that, I've got to stop this, I've got to stop that. It's a bit like one of my ethoses to dieting is not necessarily looking what you can remove, but looking to what you can add. Because when we add things, you're automatically removing other things. Adding volume to your diet, you automatically reduce other things on the periphery that you might just snack on. So what we're doing here is we're adding something into our January just so that we can have some fun with it. We don't need to be removing all fun, all carbs, all food, all drink. We don't need to be absolutely smashing ourselves because guess what? That's unsustainable. But if we look at trying to do something new, if we look at not necessarily pushing the comfort zone, but rather just pushing our experiences, then we can go, right, okay, well, I'm going to do this this month and I'm going to have some fun with it. And guess what? You might end up doing something else on, in February, in March, in June, April, May, June, so on and so forth. But when we start with January, we use this month that is kind of 
very much portrayed as the month of hardship, new me, new uh, new year, new me, restriction, everything else. And we're just adding something fun in. So that is where, on the post that I post out today, I would like everybody, please, to just identify what that challenge, what that thing is, because that's the post I'm going to save, and that's the post I'm going to refer back to at the end of the month, and we check off who's actually done what they said they were going to do. Now, don't get me wrong. If something happens and gets in the way, and for example, um, Tony, I know you're kind of uh, umming and ahhing over getting a sea kayak if you can actually get in the boat, if you can get someone to help you in the boat. Clearly, there's a lot of compounding variables there. But if something like that happens, then clearly that's going to impact success. And we can maybe think of something else or, or just work around something else. But ultimately, I'm going to check that off. For every single person that completes that challenge, there will be a prize in it for you. Now, when you first signed up, you gave me all of your addresses. I have addresses. I will be sending things out. There will be things coming to you. Now, the onus here, folks, is get out there and do it. Get out there and do it. You don't need to move mountains. It doesn't need to be, well, I've never run, you know, 100 miles, so I'm going to go and bash out 100 miles in a month. No. But it might be a case of, I think, um, there are two people in here, actually, who are starting cycling. Brilliant. Awesome. Starting cycling. Not really done much cycling, so going to get that in. Uh, three people, in fact, actually. So, fantastic news. You know, that's a really, really good plan. It's just finding something that you might not have done before and then pushing yourself to do that. And then when we get to the end of the month and we can fill out this little thing that I'm going to do for you. We can share that and you can, you can just share with the world what you've done as an experience. That's going to look fantastic because you can see progress there. So it's a little bit of a fun challenge and points mean prizes. Everybody loves prizes. So how are we doing, folks? Have we got any questions so far? If we have any questions, I'm going to answer one of Charlie Jefferson's questions that he sent to me um, earlier on Hypersport. But in the meantime, for those who have any questions at all about anything this week, please put them in the uh, chat and I'll answer them straight after this one. Now, Charlie asked me earlier, you know, let's talk about supplements. Now, there is a previous workshop that we did in this group uh, entitled Supplements. Now, if you go to the top of your Facebook screen, there should be a little search button in the top right. You click on that, click in Supplements and search for the Supplements one. Now, when we look about, um, yes, thank you, Tony. I did see that one. Thank you for reminding me. Um, when you go on about that, you can look through the supplements. Um, yes, fantastic. We ticked off quite a few there, I think, in the chat, Charlie. But um, one of them was based around a protein source. And if you're looking for, if you're looking for a specific protein source, then going to somewhere like Protein Works or something like that can work really, really well. One note of caution on that is don't go for a protein supplement if you're going to supplement protein just supplement protein don't bother going for something that's got loads of other things added in it as well meal replacement shakes don't really need them um, if anything else they're going to be quite expensive toilet movements uh, and you're probably going to be a little bit more frequent with those need i say anymore um cough fuel cough um so if you go for a protein source if whether it's plant-based whether it's whey just make sure it's that. So for example, I know Tony, he uses the Protein Works Wonder Shake. I do too as well. That's the um, vegan protein source. Fantastic. It's got two or three different protein sources in it. Excellent. Not a lot else. The Whey Protein 360. I'm not entirely sure why it's called 360. From the Protein Works, fantastic. Impact Whey from my protein, fantastic. They're a bit more expensive. You know, look at the ingredients and go, is there more than four, maybe five ingredients? If the answer is yes, put it back on the shelf. Not worth it. 
Um, Tony, one about polls. I can't actually remember the second half of Charlie's question, so I've got it just here. Give me 30 seconds. Oh, that was it, greens. Um, so when we look at greens supplements, you don't have to take these, folks. This is something that is absolutely an additional extra if you want to. Now, my first and foremost thing to say, supplements are supplementary to a healthy balanced diet. First and foremost, prioritize getting fruit and vegetable fiber and variety into your diet as a priority. If you are struggling to get some more, uh, more of that variety in, or if you are potentially pushing yourself quite hard at the moment, then a greens supplement can be quite useful in terms of just helping, helping bolster your immune system and helping get enough fruit and vegetables in. It's not a replacement for it, but it can help. Now, um, Charlie's particular question was about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens are good. Uh, Claire Molyneux, I know that you're, you're, you use your Athletic Greens. In the world, according to Ben, I think they're quite expensive um, and there are other options. Essentially, a Greens shake is a Greens shake. You can't, I'm not gonna say you can't go wrong because you definitely can go wrong. Protein Works are a good one. Um, Obviously, Athletic Greens is one called Super Greens, uh, a, a brand, sorry, called Super Greens, and My Protein do a pretty good one as well. And it's pretty much down to taste, really. You don't, again, don't necessarily need it. It's a decent placebo, but um, it can help. Like, I, I take one in the morning. I quite like the taste of it. It fits quite nice into my routine. If it's a placebo, fine, fantastic, that's fine. The evidence behind it is somewhat limited, because the research that I personally have read about these sort of things haven't controlled for many other variables. So this is, this is taking that in addition to maybe a healthy balanced diet, maybe a really shit diet, and not really differentiating between the two in the study. So the results are somewhat questionable, but it can be a useful thing. Athletic Greens, in my opinion, is it worth 100 pounds a month? Maybe not. Athletic, uh, with the Protein Works Super Greens, that's what I use. I think it's like 20 quid for kilo and a half, kilo and a half, something like that, uh, which does the job for me. It's entirely down to your choice. Now, uh, coming on to Mr. Tony, let's run about polls. Yes, running with polls. Running with polls is something I'm probably going to put together in a workshop in itself. If you are running with polls, now, first and foremost, I don't actually have mine because they're in my bedroom, but... Running with polls is something you need to, first of all, assess whether you are going to be using them in your race at all. Obviously, with you, Ch uh, Tony, I would highly suggest you do. First and foremost is get used to walking with polls. Get used to that marching movement with polls in hand. And what I would do is put the straps around your wrists and just hold them really, really loose on top and let them flap around a bit and just find that routine. And what you'll do by holding the poles really, really lightly is you'll let the pole, it's gonna be a terrible example, but you'll let the pole kind of hit the ground where it wants to hit, not where you want it to hit by gripping it really hard. When you figure out where the pole wants to hit the ground and you figure out where's best to put pressure on the pole, which you will feel by loosely gripping the pole, as you hit it into the ground and you're driving forward and your arm comes towards the back and you're picking it up again, you will naturally find a cadence of utilizing those poles that works perfectly for you. Now, Claire's probably got a bit of insight on this as well. You've done, we've done a lot of running with poles and you've done that in your races as well. You know, when it comes to running with poles, first and foremost, start with walking. 
Second, start with using them really, really light in the hands, but have the straps on, obviously, if you have them light in your hands. If you don't have the straps, they're going to fall on the floor. Um, and I would go as light as your budget will allow. Now, don't get me wrong, some very light carbon ones can be quite expensive. Um, it's worth the investment if you're monitoring weight, definitely. Some of the lefty poles, like the trekking poles, can be quite a, quite a dead weight. Um, I've got some carbon fiber ones which are ridiculously light, but they're so nice. They just, they just feel fantastic. And when you're going uphill, bash, you can really use them to charge up the hill. When you're going downhill, keep them really, really loose in your hands and just let them just tap the floor in front. They are there to stop you from stumbling. Or if you're going on big, um, big sort of blocky, steppy descents, as if you were hiking down a hill, then jabbing them in the ground, and that can take about 30% of the weight, 30% uh, of the weight that goes to your knees. Again, I'm brushing over a lot of information about poles here. They will go in their own workshop in itself because I think that's a really interesting point to cover, um, but that will come in the future. Um, if you have any further questions on that, I mean, go, go through it, do some trial and error with yourself, keep them nice and loose in the hands, let them flop about a little bit, find how they dig into the ground and get used to that nice movement pattern of your arms moving however you see fit with your run. Some people are quite chargy with their arms, others are kind of, a little bit flicky i'm a little bit flicky with my hands so just understanding how that's going to change the relationship of your stride and just do a bit of trial and error over the next month or so by then we'll have a workshop on uh, poles uh, da -da -da -da. protein works ah mr sam i'm going to beat that my friend now this is not something that i make money from at all but i have a code it is called indie fit which is i-n-d-e-f-i-t all in capitals and that will get you 25% off all sales as well. So like that's on top of sale and stuff. Um, I don't get any money from that. As a bit of disclosure, I was trying to partner, well, con contemplating partnering with them year before last. Um, they just wanted to do loads and loads of selling and I wasn't really interested in that. Um, I just wanted to help you folks actually, uh, the people that I coach. Um, so funnily enough, I've still got the code. I don't do any of the work. I'm just gonna keep going until they decide that the code shouldn't work anymore, but I still use it, 25% off on top of sale. It does work, um, it's fantastic. So please do utilize that. Let's use and abuse that for what it's worth. Um, what have we got there? YouTube videos on Nordic walking. Yes, perfect there, Claire, 100%. Lots of YouTube tutorials on, on using the poles. Saved, uh, saved on a glacier last year, particularly coming down. Yeah, 100%. Lefty carbons, awesome. Have we got any other questions? Happy days. Now, team, I'm conscious of loading people with too much information this week, at uh, this month, so I'm backing off from a lot of the depth of information that we're gonna go into on these Tuesday and Thursday course, Thursdays especially, simply because I want you to get used to doing the do, settling into your routine, and smashing January out the park. After that, I have mapped out pretty much for the rest of the year, every single workshop we're gonna be covering is some really, really exciting subjects to come. Now. There are a lot of the Thursday sessions that are going to get recorded via Zoom because it's simply easier for me to take the download and put it onto Basecamp. Ultimately, there's going to be a lot of stuff where it's not just me talking at the screen. There's going to be slides and screen sharing, other bits and pieces going on. And that's going to be useful for the download to go into Basecamp. So Thursdays are going to get more and more in depth at the end of January onwards. What we'll have next week is a normal Thursday. Again, a little bit more of a... Um, bespoke subject. After that, we're gonna be looking at, I can't remember what date that is, I think that is the 19th, Thursday the 19th. We are looking at planning big adventures, and that may be multi-day, ultra long distance, that sort of thing. 
planning considerations for larger adventures, whether that's going for a camp on a hill or whether that's running 10 mountains in seven days. So what we're going to look at is the planning considerations for that, partly because I'm doing a bit of an open workshop of planning my own event, which I'm excited to share with you all uh, coming on later on this year. So we're going to use that as a bit of an open office, open round table of discussion when it comes to planning big events like this, all the considerations we need to go through. So it's going to be a really, really interesting uh, workshop for us to do. In that, how are we feeling? Do we feel good? Have we had a good week so far? Is there anything else that you need from me? Any questions at all, pop them into the chat. That is what we're here for. So we'll give you another minute or so and see if we've got any more questions to come in. I'm just gonna scroll through chat and see if there's anything I've missed. Don't think there is. Ultimately team, it's great to see everybody embracing the start of their year. Not getting bogged down in having to do 50,000 different things, but just starting. Whether you feel like in your own perception that you are taking more time or maybe lagging behind, you are not. You are simply utilizing this week for exactly what it's for, getting started. If, it's spent, if, it's, if it takes you a little bit longer to get the engine started, so be it. The engine is the engine, it will still get running. But what we need to do for this week is just make sure that we've got everything sorted, all the ducks in a row, everything's good to go. We need to make sure that our strategy makes sense so that we can hit the ground running from next week if we haven't done so already. All right, team. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna hit that 30 minutes on the head. Look at that. Gonna nail that on the head. Well done for getting started this year, this, this year actually, and this week. Um, it's absolutely a pleasure to see how everyone's progressing and embracing and pushing themselves forward. I'm really, really excited to see how you all progress through this next 90 days and for the rest of the year. There's some huge, huge, huge things coming up and details, <clears throat> details on our first um, adventure coach get together. I will get my words out eventually. Adventure coach get together will be out later on this month. All right, team. So on that note, thank you all very much. It's been a fantastic quick chat. I hope you all got some value. I hope this has all been useful and I will see you all very soon. Peace, folks.